welcome to the Once in Never Out podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and tonight I am joined by Jack. So, Jack, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good. So, obviously, we play Tranmere tomorrow. Um, obviously, the return of the Onion Man, but at Prenton Park. Um, and obviously, we come into this with a 1 1 draw against Cheltenham. What are your thoughts on the Cheltenham game at the weekend? Um, my prediction was right with 1-1 but uh, it's the same again as usual we go 1-0 down I thought we conceded quite a cheap goal that we shouldn't have conceded I thought we started on the strong I thought we started well it's just um, they obviously got their the first goal which we need to get that first goal but we didn't and of course we come back once again to make it 1-1 when I thought we could have won that game at least two to 3-0 yeah, I agree uh, we had a few chances in the game but the moment that stands out for me is when, we, when Doyle headed that ball and there was a Cheltenham player on the goal line it looks as if as if he's handled it on the line and the referee didn't give anything what do you think because it looked like a handball to me by a Cheltenham player on the goal line yeah I, I thought that when Doyle headed that, I thought 100% that's going in, but he must have done something. I, I, I'm certain he handballed it just to keep him out, keep the ball out of the net. So, well, nothing we can do now about that, though. True, but as he said, the goal we conceded was soft because it was from the corner and Matt Jilt spilt the ball and then the player, Alfie May, put it in the back of the net. Um Obviously, everyone knows at the start of the season we had Billy Quillen in goal and he was ever prone. Um, just, I don't know, Matt Jilk's supposed to be the goalkeeping coach. Every Bolton fan knows that. Uh, he's come into the, he's been in the side since that Salford game. Uh, and for me, he's looked, he looked solid. It's just the fact that, as I say, he's 38 and the goalkeeping coach. He's made some cracking saves, kept a few clean sheets. That's what we needed. Um Hopefully it's the only error he makes, but what did you think what do you think of Chelsea's career as a player at Bolton so far? Good, bad, or whatever you want to say? I think he started really well, obviously, for being 38 and managing to get down, just 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 having respect for him to getting into them corners when they shoot in them corners, that just deserves my respect for being 38 years old. But Obviously, I respect Jilks. I think he's a good player at the moment. But obviously, we need a first-team keeper that's young. Not young, but in mid-20s. And who can play goalkeeper who's like really fit every week. And we've not got an old keeper in there. And then Jilks can train him. And then we basically have a younger Jilks, is what, what I'm hoping for. You make a fair point. Uh, obviously, so you say Jilks is you agree with me, Jilks is, is doing well. Uh, we're going to look into Everett's pre-game quotes here. Um, he's said this about Saturday last weekend. We should have won the game on Saturday. Our performance was the best of the season and some of our, and the same with our running data. If we continue to play like that, then we'll be much closer to where we want to be. Uh, do you think, yes, everyone knows, if you watched the game, I just went off social media and people's responses. He said it was a good performance by us, but we didn't get the three points, which sums up our season, really. Um, but from whatever it says there, do you think he has 
we're slowly getting to where he expects us to be in terms of getting us like getting used to his ideas and how he wants to play because from his from what I interpret there it does sort of suggest that that's the way that things are going. Yeah, I think he's obviously he's got had a plan for a while and he's trying to get results, but it just keeps getting set back from when we go down one 0 and we just have to revamp everything and get trying. We're fighting a game. His game plan is obviously to go one 0 up instead of going one 0 down just just keep that game running and go for more goals. But it's obviously not working. But I think he has got. I think his his ideas slowly coming along because we're we're not losing it. We're not losing. We're getting some points there and there. But we need them three points. Yeah, we do. Um, about like I mentioned, he said, further up, he says, I'm not happy with where we are in the league at the moment, but if we can perform like we did on Saturday and throughout November, we'll shoot up the league because it's still so condensed. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Jack, the fact that he said that he's not happy where we are in the league, if we can get the performances like they were on Saturday, so that's very high, and then do, that, do what we did in November went on a winning run and then drew a game or two. Do you think that's a point by saying we can go up the table because basically the league is so is so tight? Yeah, if we can go on a winning streak for at least three games, then we'll... Um, sorry. If we go on a winning streak for three games or five games like we did in uh, November, we'll obviously shoot up the league, which I'm hoping for. But if once we get that win... If we can go on to the second win and build it up, as I already said, we will shoot up that league. And ever, I'm just trusting Everett to provide that for Bolton fans. Yeah, uh, you make a very good point. You are going to make a good point because it's your opinion and I respect that. Uh, but in terms of, we said this in terms of injuries, uh, Sean Miller is doing really well and he's coming on leaps and bounds. He's ahead of schedule in terms of his injury recovery. Uh, Declan John is running with no issues and he'll be back with us next week. They're recovering well. So everyone knows Sean Miller's been out for a while. Don't know, forgot what injury had been out that long. Um, Declan John obviously signed two weeks ago. Uh, his hamstring in and he's only thought oh, he's out for between four to eight weeks. He's only out for two weeks. He's come back, obviously no issues there, as whatever it said. Um, are you happy the fact that Sean Miller and Declan John are both coming back in the fold? Bearing in mind Declan John's yet, Declan John, sorry, is yet to feature. Yeah, I, f- I feel like um, Sean Miller up front after games seeing him, he's um, he's brought some life up front. He's got tons of energy up front, which is great. Uh, not seeing Declan John play, but heard a big things about him at Swansea so I'm just hoping he can perform um, same way Kyoso did maybe because Kyoso obviously has gone back to Luton if we can get another Kyoso like player like Declan John that'll be excellent yeah make a good point obviously Declan John joined us this month as I said just then um, another new addition Kieran Lee is not available tomorrow Um He's got the Everett says, unfortunately, he's got a bit of damage to his muscle tissue. So he'll be out at the weekend, but no longer than that. And obviously, he came off at half time against Cheltenham. Um, obviously, he's played 
a game and a half for us since he joined. Um, from what I've seen on social media and on some footage, Kieran Lee actually looks like he's always experienced, which is obviously obvious thing to say. But I think he adds, in my opinion, some calmness to our midfield because of his experience. Everyone sort of is learning learning off him. Um, what have you made of Kieran Lee's, let's say, two games for actually game and a half? Still there, Jack? Oh, sorry. Did, did you ask me a question then? Yeah, I said, what do you think of Kieran Lee effects on Bolton? These, I said in midfield, he's sort of experienced, so everyone's sort of looking up to him and then going, okay, I need to get on his level because he's played in Premier League Championship. Yeah. He's not played lower than Championship until joining us. Um, so what do you think he's had a good impact on the, on the team since he's come in for his game and a half that he's featured in? Yeah, I believe um, in the game he, games he's played, he's he's obviously getting the players like Sarsovic and um, Tut the other day. Sarsovic and Tut were playing really calm football, as I could see, which obviously had a knock-on effect of um, Kieran Lee. So he's obviously calming things down. He's obviously got a voice in there, so he's going to give some information. And obviously the players in midfield will want to play like him because he's... he's He's been in the Championship, he's been in the Premier League. He's not, as you said, he's not come down to League Two since coming to Bolton. So I think he's, he's going to make a big effect and he's already making a big effect. But in the long run, if he can perform a little bit better than he has already, then we'll, um, it'll be good football for Bolton. You yeah, make a good point. And obviously, we signed Ben Jackson on loan from Huddersfield and Zach, I'm not going to say his last name, El Buzetti on loan from Lincoln before the game last weekend. Um, obviously, they only had the one training session before they played. Uh, for me, Ben Jackson looked impressive. Uh, but obviously, Zach didn't have his best game, even admitted that afterwards. Um, but do you think those two will bring the competition needed for places? The fact that Ben Jackson's a, a, a left wing back and Zach's is a, Zach is a midfield player who is, they're both quite young, don't get me wrong, but he both said similar things. He both said, you need regular football. We're at the age now where we want to be playing on a more regular basis. So that's positive to, that's positive to hear. But do you think those two will have a, an influence in terms of what happens between now and the end of the season, bearing in mind we've only got four months of the season left? I think um, Jackson played really well. Um, the he played excellent with his passing. Um, I didn't really think El Jedi really give us an influence, but I reckon that Jackson and El El, El Jedi will um, obviously keep keep competition for places. But I, I'm thinking Declan John will start over Jackson and El Bavedi will. Um, um, oh God, I don't think El Bavedi will start. So he'll be just been for places, but there will be some competition. Yeah, yeah, you do make a, a good point. Obviously, he, was, he said something that Everett said there, which was he does it, he's brought them in to provide competition, and that's idea, that's what we need because, yes, people 
uh, jump to the fact that we are essentially a whole new side because in total we brought in 25 players, one of which prior to Moteng's basically an academy scholar for the under-18s. So 25 players, it includes him. It's in, no other teams signed that many players, but we did because we hardly had any players left in the season before. Uh, which let me move on now. And uh, what's your prediction for tomorrow, Jack, in terms of goal scoring and, and results? I personally think it could be a tough game, but I'm going to let you go away with your prediction. Um, as I said, love to keep positive, but it's really hard when realizing we played them couple of weeks ago and got beat 3-0 at home. I think on the day when we played them at home, they wanted it more. So it's, if we turn up with we want it more, I reckon we could get a result like maybe a 2-2. Two, two. I reckon we'll go 2-0 down and I reckon we'll come back, hopefully. Yeah, uh, really good point. Obviously, Every Bolton fan that's been on this podcast, you and a few others, and me included, have both said we need to sort of turn around this slow think, moment in games where it's as if when it's nil-nil, we're thinking, right, we can create the chances. And then when we go one-nil down, it's, oh, brilliant. We need to find a way back in the game. But everyone knows this, if you're a Bolton fan, we've, we were three-nil down against Barrow and came back and got a 3-3 draw. 3-1 down against Carlisle, got a 3-3 draw. It's a repetitive team, this, on the, on, on here. So we always talk about slow starts. Um, Ian Evans not happy with that, neither are the fans and the fact that we do start off slowly, then go behind, suddenly wake up. Um, do you think, um, in terms of winning games, you're not one for ages. Do you think... I know you're going to probably know what you're going to say. Do you think that reputation in the squad has to has to change in terms of we're sort of lagging behind? Suddenly it's oh we're playing catch up as soon as we go one two nil down. Yeah, I, I, I believe obviously it's clear to see we've got some fight back in 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 our team. It's look I love to see that that we fight back. But as I say. We shouldn't be going that one nil down. When we go one nil down, it's just, you know, right, we have to fight back. We need to start quicker on the ball and we need to feed our strikers the ball to score the goals. If you don't give your strikers the ball, you're not going to score goals. Unless you have a shot outside the box, one out of 10 will go in. Yes, that's fine. But that one out of 10 could get changed to hopefully at least five. You get you get a chance. You could get five goals if you just send it straight to your forward. We have, but uh, it's just we just need to um, be on the front foot instead of being on the back foot week in week out. And if we can get on that front foot and we're making them chase the game, we'll. I personally think we'd be more in control of a, of the game because we ha- we know how to keep possession. We know how to create some chances outside the box, obviously. Well, we, if we can make them chances in the box to the strikers, we'll score more goals and we'll be on the front foot more often than being on the back foot.
Yeah, very good point. Well made there. Um, so I'm going to conclude with, I would just, obviously after this, we're in action against Mansfield on Tuesday night. And obviously we drew with them last time we played them at home. And obviously went a goal down and then we, we got a, a goal from Sars, which he dinked over the keeper. Um, what are your thoughts on the upcoming game on Tuesday, Jack? It's going to be probably another tough one because Mansfield themselves appear to have got that manager bounce on the Nigel Clough where they've taken more, the most points out of any other side in the division in the last few games. How do you think Tuesday night's game will go? Um, uh, it's hard to say because it's the same every week. So if it's repetitive and we play the same like we normally do, I reckon we could easily lose that game 2 now. If we turn around and play different style of football, I reckon we could get a win 1-0, but I reckon it will probably end up 1-1 and we'll go 1-0 down and bring it back. I know it's repetitive and I'll keep saying it, but it's just, that's all that's happening recently. We've just been going 1-0 down, having to come back. We need to take that front foot in them games. You make a very good point. And obviously, we're going to end it there. And obviously, our next podcast is going to be on Monday night if... So there we'll analyse this game, tomorrow's game against Tranmere and also look more detail into the Mansfield game. Um, thanks for joining me, Jack, and enjoy the, rest of your, enjoy the rest of your Friday and have a good weekend. Thank you.